when it first happened, I was like, wow, like, you know, this is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And it, it really was a blessing in disguise. I'm doing mistake after mistake after mistake, and I'm falling on my face and I'm learning from it, and I'll never make them again now. Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. You got with you today, the Knucklehead Steven. And just like his business partner, Polly, I'm going to screw up how many followers these guys have. And I know that that's like stepping on their toes. And <laughs> my bad. How many followers, Colin, do we have today? Because I know it's way more than me. Uh, I'm at 38,000 right now. You have 38,000 followers on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. And how do you pronounce your last name properly? Yerkeson. Yerkeson. All right. So Colin Yerkeson, 38,000 followers on Instagram. Now let's back up a second. Let's back up 18 months. How many followers did you have? Probably around like 1,200, 1,000. Okay. And in the space that you're in, meaning the, the Instagram influencer space, mm-hmm. how many times do you have conversations with people where they're just like, all right, how many, how many followers do you have? And then the conversation ends there just because they don't like the answer. Online or in person? Both. I think it has a massive impact uh, just on how many followers you have. You know, whether you like it or not, you know, when you see someone's follower number, on subconsciously or consciously, you're going to decide to follow them back or not. And usually if they have, you know, 10,000 or above followers, you're going to follow them back because they're important. Yep. Isn't that funny how that, I think it's so bizarre how that's changed. So, you know, we could rewind back the clock and say in 1990, those folks who rented movies, they probably got them at Blockbuster, right? But if you fast forward 2000, 2010, now you have folks who say, you don't rent movies. What are you talking about? I rent movies by streaming a service like Netflix. Like we just bought Lion King this past Friday. So I'm giving my age here a little bit. So I've got kids. So we just bought Lion King, right? And we just subscribed to Disney+. Plus. I've never been more excited. I feel like a dad, probably more now than anything else. Yeah. Anyway, I say all that to say that things change. And mm-hmm. so I'm curious. So what changed for you over that 18 months that made you go, you know what? screw it. I'm going to use this platform to go make my voice heard. Yeah, absolutely. I think it all comes down to Gary V, like kind of religiously following him. Basically wherever, you know, the attention goes, money flows in a, in a time we're living at with Instagram being such a relevant thing. You know, I'm always on it. I'm always scrolling. I'm always looking at people and, you know, you see all these influencers doing the traveling, you see the business people taking advantage of it. And, you know, I'm posting pictures of me drunk at a club with my friends and, you know, that's not getting me any money. That's not getting me any attention. So I kind of switched the entire, I turned it up 180 degrees upside down. And I was like, I'm only going to post, you know, good content of myself. And then I'm going to slowly start incorporating, you know, what I'm good at, which eventually turned out to be credit business funding. And, you know, I'm an affiliate for a couple of different things, but I didn't know when I first started what those things were going to be. The most important thing is you just start. There's never a perfect time. Well, it's interesting the way that that philosophy runs counter to even the, the education system where, yes, you're going to have a freshman year of, of college, right? And then you're eventually going to go to your sophomore year and your junior year. And people don't think of it like that. And these four 12-month cycles that you have to go through, where you're truly going to invest the last half of those four years understanding kind of the basics of what you're actually going to leave that college campus with. And then you're going to go into the marketplace and realize that unless you were very strategic at developing relationships and establishing credibility out there in the marketplace before you graduate, you're just like everybody else. You're a commodity. 
And so I'm interested in, for you, how long did it take you to realize that you had this skill set as it relates to funding and or credit, and then being able to parlay that into something that people would actually pay you for? Does that make sense? Yeah. So for me, you know, it took me about a year after college. I worked at a corporate job for exactly one year. Um, and then I quit two months ago, just kind of went full force with everything. But I knew right away when I didn't have passion, I didn't have the burning desire. And for me, you know, I'm very all over the place with things. I'll try out a million different things at once. And I always have like weird little hobbies and stuff. And I've, I've been like that since a kid. I've always been playing with cameras, skateboarding, just doing not normal things like playing sports and stuff. Um, you know, I still played sports because my dad was very into it. I, I wasn't the best athlete, but I was just always oddly into certain things. And I was obsessive over those certain things. So I think that's where it all came down to. So, you know, I started implementing you know, taking pictures again, creating content. I've always been good with computers and editing. So it kind of all led up to, you know, wow, like here's Instagram, here's this platform. I'm super obsessive over weird things. So then once I realized, you know, a passionate, I had a, I had passion for credit and funding and, you know, figuring, you know, financial freedom. And once I tied that all together, it kind of just all made sense. And that's when I knew right away that I had to go all in with Instagram and, you know, funding and credit and, you know, finding ways to become financially free and then basically spreading my knowledge, you know, through the use of Instagram to my audience. So when you say that folks that are 18, 19, 20 years old, that are just starting to dip their toe, they're always taught to maybe take baby steps into going and opening up a, a college credit card, for instance, go mm -hmm. pay for your textbooks and then pay them off over the course of the semester or whatever the case may be. Like I'm, I'm just trying to think of a practical example here to where somebody would start and that develops a, a an understanding of how these things work. Yeah. What, what's different or unique about your approach that would help either expedite their learning process or help them develop a new perspective that's going to help them be in a better position by the time that they graduate or if they're in a similar situation to you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it all comes down to you got to get a credit card right away. So, you know, if you're 18 or you're watching this and you're 17 about to turn 18, you're in the best position possible. You need to apply to a credit card ASAP. If you're 21, apply for a credit card literally yesterday. Like it has to happen without a credit card. You know, you're going to have no history. It's like your report card with lenders. So, you know, when you first get your first credit card, you know, I, I suggest getting maybe a discover it student cash, um, you'll get approved with, you know, maybe a 500 to a thousand dollar limit and guys start using that credit card as your debit card. Never use your debit card again. There's no point. Put that in a drawer, put it in the pocket that you don't even touch and, you know, use your credit card as your debit card and pay that off every day. Everyone always says, keep your utilization under 30%. That's BS. It's got to be at 6% or less or, you know, even better zero. All my, all my balance was at zero at all times. And that was not always like that. You know, I got my first credit card. I wrapped that thing up to, you know, a thousand dollars. It's free money. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So then you discover what interest is after you're making minimum payments. And then you look back the next month and your interest is actually higher than what you were paying off the card. So, you know, back again to mistakes, I learned so many mistakes super fast because that's just how I am. I'm ADD and I go all in on everything I'm doing. So I'm doing mistake after mistake after mistake and I'm falling on my face and I'm learning from it, which then, you know, got, I got into the habit of, holy crap, like there's so much stuff I don't know. And that's when I really just went all in on credit. Like, yeah, I love it. Interesting. So the corporate job that you had, uh, was it working yeah. at a bank? So I worked at, uh, we actually dealt with payroll. Okay. So I did, I sold payroll. We worked with, you know, taxes, payroll, um, like healthcare. 
And yes, yeah, so I was always, you know, seeing how small businesses work because I worked with small businesses. And that's when social media really started getting in my mind because I'd be working with all these companies and I'd be seeing how they advertise. I'd be sitting down with business owners. So then, you know, the finance thing started coming up more again, um, you know, funding. How are these people starting this coffee shop that they have to buy all this coffee supplies, all this stuff. And it all kind of led back into credit and borrowing other people's money because that's literally how all the richest people do it these days. And when I was just using a debit card, you know, I had a thousand dollars in my bank account and I'd spend it. And then it's like, okay, I'm at zero now. Now I have to save up again before I can even spend anymore. So then you start to realize, okay, wow. So all these people doing real estate and all these people, you know, doing these big business ventures are just using money. That's not even theirs. Have you ever asked yourself why you haven't started a podcast? Well, I already know the reason. So do you. You don't feel like you're tech savvy. You don't feel like you got your message wired tight. And quite frankly, it's just, it's all this mystification going on. Quite frankly, uh, our process helps to demystify that. We're push button for podcasts. We're knucklehead. Why knucklehead? Well, we lead with the fact that you don't know what you're doing. We do. We've been there. We've actually been in your shoes. We take your spoken voice. We literally give a human voice to your website. You want to bring dead leads to life? Well, then you need to talk to Knucklehead. Essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to take you through our process and we're going to help take your human voice and increase the process for you going from dead leads to life. How do I, how do, I do that? Well, you essentially just take your human voice, put it in a directory and let people consume more of you. Give your audience the ability to Netflix on you. They want to binge watch you. They want to binge listen. Give them the ability to take your voice along on that commute with them. So... You can get in touch with us, Steven at Knucklehead Podcasts, or if you've got a really cool story, stories at Knucklehead Podcasts. You can find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook at Knucklehead Promotions, LLC. And get in touch with us. Don't be a beta about the process. Don't let the fact that you don't know prevent you from getting some wins. So don't be a beta, get some wins, and contact us today. See you. Yeah, it's interesting. Whenever I was talking to a, a business owner who's local, they call that funny money, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting how... Whenever you so pressure does two things. Pressure create it's it's not that pressure will produce this physiological or, or biological response, other than one thing happens, it creates fatigue. And so if you have stress and pressure constantly that are that are surrounding your your money decisions or your, your these decision making processes whenever you want to go in to invest, all of a sudden what ends up happening is you make poor decisions because you're fatigued all the time, yeah. and then and then you end up. Uh, in this cycle to where on the 16th of every month, as opposed to the 30th or 31st or 28th in February. But the, the old point is midway through the month, you end up in a bad situation. And especially if you run a business, because now all of your decisions are instead of around, how do I go and create, you yeah. know, how do you go and survive? Yeah. And, and literally it's this, I've heard it described as a quiet life of desperation. And so would yeah. you say that some of the folks that you talk with mentors or, or even folks that you help, they were encouraging you before you got so far along in your, in your adult career where you were, you know, you have a family and you're married now, you know, all of you have children that you're responsible for. They said, all right, before you go even down that path, let's just go ahead and, and rewire the framework and start early. Or did, did you even think that that was something that came into consideration? My whole thing was like, I, I got super into self-education. Um, so, you know, reading, mentors as in Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, those are like the godfathers of the people who I look up to. And I really got in my head about, you know, every time you take that paycheck, that's when you're surrounding yourself. You're trading your time for money. So as long as you do that, for as long as you live, you're never going to have true freedom. 
the way to have freedom is to trade your money for more money. So everyone has to do it at some point. You know, you get that job, you get out of your debt because when you're in debt, you're paying someone else first before you're paying yourself until you can pay yourself first after, you know, you pay all your expenses. That's when you can really, you know, take your finances to the next level because now you're paying yourself. You can invest in yourself. You can save up, but I don't even suggest saving. I'm not an opponent of um, saving money. I'm an opponent of investing money. So what Grant always says is, you know, how do you get the money? How do you keep the money and not give it away? And how do you multiply your money? So once I figured that out and once I figured out I can make my money work for more money and I don't have to trade my time for a paycheck, that's when I just went all in on Instagram and my brand and everything that I'm doing. So I got to ask you, what did you screw up outside of the rack and the credit card bill all the way up to a thousand and realizing that there's this, this pesky little thing called interest that always gets yeah. you interest in fees. It's unbelievable yep. how much people paid in fees last year. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. My biggest mistakes was acting too fast, getting excited way too fast about something and then just going for it instead of doing my research with credit. It's tricky because there's only, you know, Chase has a rule that's a five and 24 rule. So you can only have five open accounts with any bank or lender within 24 months. And if you have over that Chase automatically denies you for cards. So even if you have a perfect credit score, you got a 780, you cannot go over five and 24. They'll just automatically die. So certain little things like that, Amex has their own rule. So you have to really do your research and be patient. You know, I always say micro speed, macro patience. And that's something also Gary B has also said, you know, every day work fast, success, love speed. So, you know, do your best every single day, but have that outlook of, you know, things are going to take a while. But for me, you know, my biggest mistakes were always out of rushing things. I applied for like six credit cards because I was too impatient. And then, you know, I had to get all those removed off my account so I could get the cool chase cards that everyone had. And then I did a very bad business investment also because I rushed things. I didn't, you know, look at everything in a way where I took my time to make sure the numbers match. And I've lost you know, tens of thousands of dollars from investments that were made poorly, but I've learned so much from those poor decisions and I'll never make them again now. Yeah, no, I understand. You may make some similar, right? But the process in which you make those decisions has changed. That's significantly more valuable because of those things that you're screwed up. So I'm interested in leaving folks with one last thing and that is how can they get in touch with you? And then on top of that, what's your end goal? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can find me at Colin Yerkeson um, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm actually going to be starting to drop a lot of free, valuable content just on, you know, financial education, credit, funding, fixing your credit, where to start. So that'll all be dropping very soon. I'm taking my brand to the next level content wise. And my end goal is it's just, it's all about family for me. Um, I want to do everything for my family. My dad's provided a lot for my family and I just want to take it to, you know, the next level, retire my parents in the next five years, reteach them everything I've learned myself about finance, real estate, investing, the whole way that, you know, if, if you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's my whole philosophy behind, you know, wealth building now. I understand how the rich get rich and, you know, people who are working for rich paychecks are not getting rich. It's, it's pretty simple when you break it all down. So I'm one to reteach my family and then also spread all my valuable information that I've learned throughout my brand for free. And then, you know, there's obviously services that I'm going to provide. You know, I do funding, I do credit repair. You know, once you have that trust with me, you know, then you can go and go ahead and work with me, reach out. But yeah, guys, if you need anything, um, you know, feel free to chop it up with me. I'm just a DM away. So go ahead and reach out if you guys need anything. 
Colin Yerkeson. Yerkeson. Uh, right. Knuckle draggers like myself. That is actually spelled Y U R C I S I N. Right? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. All right, tell you, yeah. Knucklehead Podcast, we can spell with the best of them. All right. So, with that being said, for those of you who like listening to Knucklehead, come out with a new episode every Tuesday. My buddy Colin here, he and Paulie, what they've been able to do is they've been able to essentially, when you start associating with like minded folks, whether you have a clear and definitive goal as to what you're looking to accomplish, what ends up happening is whatever was vague or not clear starts to become clear. And then you start to reverse engineer what the process is like. He talked about 18 months ago, only having about a thousand folks or so that followed him on Instagram. Now he's got up to 40,000 folks. Now think about that for a second. If you could over a year period of time, change the people that you reach, the amount of attention that you're able to reach out there in the marketplace and grab and 40 exit, that's a pretty impressive stretch. So let's talk real quick before we jam. This will be the last thing. How many folks are you meeting with or connecting with on a daily basis? to have those type of 40X type of results when it comes to your reach. Yeah, guys. So communication is everything. If you guys respond to your followers and you provide people with free value, you should always be setting appointments and taking appointments nonstop because that's where the transaction happens. So the more people you get in front of, you know, it's all a numbers game. I usually have about 10, 15 phone calls a day. My DMs, I'm always in there answering people's questions. I have a Calendly link that I set up that used to be my profile. And now I'm just kind of switching more into DMs. But yeah, guys, just always be on top of your DMs. Always take meetings. Always go out of your way to meet with more like-minded people because you never know when that one meeting could change your life and it could be the next one. So never stop. That's good stuff right there. All right. Well, with that being said, don't be a beta about the process. Set whatever goal it is that you have, but understand that you got to go out and iteratively set some steps to accomplish those goals. And that's where it gets some wins becomes really important. If you need some help along the way, you got folks like Colin who told you exactly how to get in touch with him and appreciate you taking some time. With that, we'll see you guys. Mm-hmm.